Welcome everybody to another episode of Knocked Out Entertainment Presents. I'm Kyle, and this week I'm breaking down the debut of AEW Dynamite and the NXT card for Wednesday, October 2nd. I'm going to go back and see, give you some backstory for those that are new and just kind of do a compare and contrast of each card, see which one's going to be the better show. So let's start out with AEW Dynamite since it's the first episode of this show, uh, and we kind of know what the order's going to be. Uh, we at least know the main event and the opening match. The opening match is going to be Cody, don't call him Rhodes, I guess, uh, against Sammy Guevara. Uh, Cody, is, as many people know, is the executive vice president of AEW, one of four. And Sammy Guevara was part of one of the first matches in AEW history uh, on the pre-show for the all-out, uh, or actually for Double or Nothing against Kip Sabian. And this should be a really interesting matchup. Sammy Guevara, more of a high-flyer. Or kind of crazy, just crazy athlete. There's there's one uh, little gif that was going around owned of him. He, has, he was standing on a bench press, does a standing backflip, lands, then leans back and just bench presses the weight that was on the, the bar, which was a little ridiculous. Uh, so incredible athlete. Uh, Cody, obviously one of the better storytellers in AEW. Uh, he will be facing Chris Jericho for the AEW championship. As he keeps saying, if he wins this matchup, because if he doesn't win, as they say, wins and losses matter in this company. Uh, so he, he says he wouldn't be worth getting the title shot if he can't beat Sammy Guevara. Uh, the next matchup that has been announced, uh, Hangman Page uh, taking on Pac, or Pack, however they feel like pronouncing it this week. Uh, this I actually thought was going to be on an, uh, Full Gear, which is going to be their show on December or November 9th uh, from Baltimore, which a lot of this is going to be leading up to. Uh, and this was actually going to be one of the matches that we almost saw at Double or Nothing, but they couldn't come to terms with Pac. And I think the build works just well for, for this matchup. They had a little bit of an issue. The entire reason that the full gear uh, joke came about was the fact that at the initial AEW press conference in Las Vegas to announce Double or Nothing, everyone showed up in, you know, suits and nice things and nice clothes. And <laughs> Pac came out dressed in his wrestling gear because he's insanely shredded. So, of course, like, why wouldn't you? You're, you're insanely ripped. Up, you know, show it off. And then that's when Hangman Page on, on being the elite started doing a lot of working out so that he could get full gear ready uh, like his opponent Pac. Uh, this time it's a little more serious of a build. And I'm, I'm liking it more. 
Uh, I'm very surprised that it's going to be on the debut episode uh, just because there's so much else on this episode. I mean, you were also crowning the first ever AEW women's champion on this very episode as Nyla Rose takes on Riho. Nyla Rose, of course, winning the Casino Battle Royal and Riho defeating Hiroshida. Uh, both at All Out. This should be an interesting matchup. Hopefully it delivers. Uh, Riho versus Kirishida wasn't as standout as I think AEW wanted it to be, but I think the the size differential and the easy story that you've got to tell between Nyla Rose and Riho will very much help this... uh, matchup kind of deliver and be able to to see a little bit more of a story driven and hopefully the action delivers and the crowd's going to be behind it i i don't know who wins this like i know i haven't been doing that many predictions so far uh like obviously cody's going to win uh, i would assume that because i think they're trying to tell a slump story with hangman page uh, he's going to. That means that Pac is going to win this mat, his that matchup, and really this one's a toss up. Like it could go Nyla Rose or Riho. I really, I really can't tell so far. And then the next matchup is also very easy to figure out what's going on, and that's going to be MJF Maxwell Jacob Friedman taking on. And Brandon Cutler, uh, I very much feel like this is going to be MJF, you know, getting his butt kicked for the majority of his match and then cheating to win because, you know, he is, after all, very much uh, a bad guy in this company, uh, even though he's Cody's best friend. And then we've also got the main event, which I just finished watching TNT's uh, Countdown to AEW Dynamite, which they fully announced that Chris Jericho's mystery partners will be Santana and Ortiz, uh, the former LAX, uh, to take on Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the Elite, which I... I want to be looking forward to this match, but I'm a little apprehensive because like this week's being the elite and the last couple weeks of being the elite, Kenny Omega's character has been kind of interesting, like not in a good way. Like he's very much been kind of very gone off the deep end is you know Kenny has you know the has the reputation for being a bit on the artistic side <laughs> and i think that really he's gone a little too far like he's very much being a kind of almost drunken jazz guitarist like in some of these promos on being the elite and I actually kind of got excited this week because 
the episode title was called The Cleaner, and it was one of the, the Jackson brothers calling Kenny and saying, like, they, they need you to step up. Like, you can't be this, you know, weird guy that you are. Or, like, we need we need you to step up in the ring. We need you to step up against Chris Jericho. We need the cleaner, uh, which was his persona in New Japan. And, you know, he throws the glasses out. So, hopefully this is a good match. Hopefully it doesn't get a little too who on the gimmicky and artistic-y side. Uh, because I think that's not the best way to showcase this. At least on the debut episode. Like, if this was, you know, three, four weeks in and Kenny decides to do that change, I would get it. Um, and I'd be behind it because, hey, show off a different aspect of yourself, off in a different aspect of your character. But for so many people that this might be the first exposure of a Kenny Omega or a Young Bucks, I think you try to put your best foot forward. And I'm I'm very much looking forward to this show. Uh, I I we're we're DVRing it. Uh, I think I might have a couple people coming over, and it's going to be interesting. But I'm also going to be DVRing NXT, which will have limited commercial interruptions, as Mauro Ronaldo kept <laughs> reiterating a lot. <laughs> during the last episode and they've got limited commercial interruptions because this is basically a takeover you know you've got an nxt championship match you've got a tag team championship match women's championship match and also a special match which i'll preview first and they announced after her the show on wednesday uh we've got johnny gargano taking on shane thorne which could be really cool. Like, two incredibly talented guys. Uh, Johnny Gargano, you know, says he's NXT for life, which, thankfully, because, yes, he's been there for, you know, if it was still developmental, he's been there far too long because he is far too talented to be not on the main roster. But, you know, NXT is now a usa network show uh and if he's nxt for life like that's a great guy to build around keep him out of the title picture for the time being hopefully uh but keep him busy and keep him busy by stealing the show uh and shane thorne incredibly talented he's obviously the the more talented of his uh, him and his former uh, TMDK, TM61, the mighty tag team partner, now known as Mikey Nichols, uh, who's still quite a good wrestler, but Shane Thorne just has always been the standout of that team. And speaking of tag teams, we've got the Undisputed Era of uh, the Red Dragon and uh, unit of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish defending the tag team championships against the Street Profits and should be another good, super solid matchup. Uh, this is going to be... It's going to be such a hard thing between 
both of these shows to determine like what's going to be the better show, at least on paper. I I probably see Gargano winning in uh, and then you could probably have you'll have the Undisputed Era retaining because uh, uh, I very much feel like the Street Profits are one of, going to be one of the trades in this superstar shakeup. And uh, speaking of, so the, there is the one thing. Like no, no offense to the Nyla Rose Riho matchup, but Candice LeRae taking on Shayna Baszler is going to be like my women's match of the night. Uh, at least what I'm most looking forward to. Uh, Candice LeRae, one of my favorite wrestlers out there. Uh, Shayna Baszler has been an outstanding NXT champion and. This is just going to be a great matchup because Candice LeRae is always the undersized underdog and Shayna Baszler plays the bully so well uh, that this is just the perfect dynamic. I don't know if we're going to see a title change here or if Shayna is going to win with some interference. Uh, I But I'm either see, thinking we're going to either see a title change or we are going to see the rest of the horsewomen and possibly be run off by uh, the returning last week Dakota Kai as well as the returning Tegan Knox uh, to maybe set up a, a women's war games match because that will be the next NXT takeover show will be war games and I think having the horsewomen having Shayna Jessamine and Marina. With maybe a Mia Yim. Uh, I mean, ideally, you could you'd want a Ronda Rousey, but I think that's that's dreaming a little too big. Uh, and and it, if you have Ronda come out, I think you that also lessens Shayna a little bit. Like it would be great having Ronda in their corner. But if you have Ronda on the team, Shayna automatically becomes second fiddle. And I don't think you want to have your NXT Women's Champion be secondary. And then the the last matchup that's been announced, the NXT Championship match. Adam Cole defending against the original bro, the king of bros, Matt Riddle. This match should be awesome. Uh, hopefully, you know, they give it time. It's not too interference laden, uh, but I really hope that this, uh, and this will most likely be the main event. And I really think that Adam Cole's going to retain, but I really think there's going to be some shenanigans. Because uh, I, I don't think you give Riddle the title yet ideally uh what you have is not the undisputed era interfering but maybe imperium interfering and then you could have riddle trying to gather his team of super bros against 
Imperium for maybe you do end up doing two war games matches, a men's and a women's, and you could have Matt Riddle and his super bros uh, taking on Walter and the rest of Imperium, which could be a really interesting match. Like you could get Riddle, maybe Riddle pulls out the hosses and it's Riddle, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and maybe Pete Dunn. Uh, taking on Imperium in a war games match, and then that also frees up the rest of your card. You still have the Undisputed Era defending their titles. That would be kind of novel, actually, not having all the titles involved in war games. But so, so we have four matches announced for the NXT uh, show. We've got five matches announced for AEW. Uh, I think we can kind of we'll go go match by match uh, and do a compare and contrast here. Uh, I'm going to throw out the Brandon Cutler and MJF match uh, just for for time's sake, uh, and because it's the hardest one to compare her. Uh, because I think it's, like I said, it's going to be more of a segment to get MJF over than an actual match itself. So let's go openers versus potential openers. Like NXT likes to kind of build up and maybe we'll see, and this would be a, a really challenging in comparison, maybe we see Cody versus Sammy Guevara at the exact same time on AEW that we see Johnny Gargano taking on on Shane Thorne on NXT. That one, that's a tough, tough matchup to call. Like, I I think I'm more, I'm just more intrigued where they're taking the Cody Rhodes character. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the better match, but... Uh, I'm probably going to be just more intrigued at how AEW does things on their production side. So I think I'm going to start the shows with AEW for sure. Uh, and then, as I said, we've got our our women's matchups that are, you know, a little bit easier to to do a compare and contrast. And I love Candice LeRae. Uh, like I said, she's one of, you know, she's one of the best wrestlers on the planet, male or female, doesn't matter. She is so good. Um, and like I said, she's in the perfect role. Uh, and it's very much going to be similar stories being told of the underdog fighting from behind. Like Riho is going to be undersized and and outmatched by Nyla Rose, and she's going to have to fight from behind, and Nyla Rose is going to bully Riho just like Shayna Baszler is going to bully Candice LeRae. But I think in both cases, Shayna Baszler is such a better bully, and Candice LeRae is so sympathetic uh, that I think you know NXT is going to take the take it on that one uh as far as other tag team like so then you have your your featured 
you know, singles match match on AEW, uh, and with Hangman Page taking on Pac, or the NXT Tag Team Championships, and it's not that I don't love the. You know, it's not that I don't love what they're doing with the Undisputed Era, but it's gonna it's gonna be such a it's gonna be such a good match between Hangman Page and Pac that I'm very much looking forward to. I got to give that the win, and then main events we've got Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz against the elite and i'm like i said i'm a little worried about like if if we get the best belt machine or even somewhat close to hell even if we get the kenny omega that wrestled the nine-year-old girl that wasn't rio uh it was another nine-year-old girl uh even if we get that entertaining, crazy Kenny Omega, if that's the level of crazy that he's going to be in ring, I'm totally fine with that. Chris Jericho always delivers in a match like this. Uh, six-man tags are always, always fun, especially with with the, with the Bucks. Uh, it's going to be kind of crazy. Uh, maybe we get... It bucks and uh, maybe we get Moxley showing up uh, once again to confront Omega, and maybe that's what costs them the match. Like maybe Omega finally snaps in and is actually the Kenny Omega of old, but then John Moxley's out there and distracts him. That could, that could be a good story to tell, uh, but. I think it's going to be a lit. I'm more, I'm more intrigued this week, at least, with the AEW main event. Like I said, Cole and Riddle is going to be good. Uh, it's been good in the past, um, but also the fact that we we've seen it in the past. So, who really knows what what it's gonna? Whereas we don't know what the AEW show is going to look like so so yeah i guess that's three to one uh the the gargano and shane thorne match like if it was gargano versus anybody else almost on the nxt roster it would be a little more intriguing uh even though i really like shane thorne but you know it that's that's the only toss-up but uh, yeah, for this week, I'm going to give the AEW the win, at least on paper. Uh, and we're going to see kind of where this goes. It's going to be really fun to to watch these shows back-to-back or kind of flipping back and forth and really going to enjoy this. Uh, as always, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Knocked Out Films is my main account on both of them and you can also look up knocked out entertainment on facebook and knockedoutentertainment.com is where you'll find this podcast thanks for listening